No. Give me my little flip phone. I'll call you and you call me and that's it. And I ain't no telephone love. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Both Sides of the DJ and Honey Podcast. Hi. How y'all doing today? How are you doing today? How are you doing today? I'm doing swell. Yeah, hope you guys are doing <laughs> well on this weekend. Here to bring you guys another episode, as much fresh content as possible. So you guys know how we like to get into it. We like to talk about our past weekend. Wait, babes, first, how was your week? My week was good. Had a great week. It was productive. Had a productive week. How was yours? It felt long. You had a long week? It felt like a long week. I think week. because you're sick, the week has felt longer. Like, like you've been drowsy. You've been doing a lot of slow motion moving. So I'm pretty sure there's been a lot of like, you know, it's been long. Time has been going slow. Every time you cough, it's like time goes back 10 minutes for you probably. <laughs> so I could understand. Look, don't laugh. I'm sorry. I'm going to make you laugh on this podcast episode too much. So guys, I'm going to try and carry most of the weight, but you guys know Honey is as detailed as possible, so she's going to continue to be that. So <laughs> last weekend, we got into um, pretty much spring cleaning, yeah, things that couples do. We, we do things couples do. It was fun. We had a good time, yes. spring cleaning, music some playing, music, yeah. jolly, watching some NCAA games, <clears throat> which we'll get into, um, not some NCAA, but we'll get into sports later. Mm-hmm. Um, nice episode to get into today yeah special episode we have some guests on multiple so we have more than one we have a couple on today later in the podcast we have Bryn and kevin bird the lovebirds are going to come in um Bryn has a boutique, boutique shop which we're going to get into later in the episode as well as um we're going to try and get them to stick around for couples therapy right so we got a, a double decker Something type of show for yeah, you guys nice. this week. Spicy this week. Let's jump right into it. <clears throat> Full House. Oh. Um, Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky. Laura Lori. Lachlan. Lachlan. I'm headlining. This is what we talked about prior. Oh. You, you see how that? You see what that just happened? Okay, yeah, let's so. correct that. Full House. Lori Lachlan. Um, Felicity Hoffman. Also, both caught in a scam scandal. Uh, basically paying off oh, well, student examiners, um, teacher examiners, or general missions. You're the details lady, okay. <clears throat> All I know is that one of my childhood um, aunties Aunt growing Becky. up, Aunt Becky, was paying off some people to get some kids into some schools with some fake SAT, ACT scores. Well, no, it was, well, it wasn't Fake just academic. Living. Yeah, they were, were, were her situation. Fake athletic. No, her situation was her two daughters... She wanted them to go to um, USC. Some, yeah, she was bribed. She paid her and her husband paid five hundred five hundred thousand dollars to try to get them yeah. early admissions to that school, yep. to that university. Of course, they got caught. And with Felicity Hoffman, she actually bribed. I don't. I don't know how much she bribed her or her husband. They was bribing for their daughter to have an unlimited time to take her SATs. Right. So a bunch of. Um, Things were brought up. Yeah. Answers changed on ACTs and SATs. Um, Fake dummies going to... Well, not dummies. If they're they're going to take the test, they must be the smart ones. And the other ones are the dummies. But... um, I'm glad they got caught. They got caught. 25 million fake um, credentials. 
that's for a credentials lot. for the kids. Um, I think yeah, they should have the same same same. They should go against them like they do because it's not only them; it's also the administrative staff. That okay, do. yeah, but definitely. I don't think the you know how you have more money than other people. people. The the way the eye of the law sometimes shift a little. So you know, to I hope they get the same treatment as the other people. Who actually did it. If you guys were wondering why John, Billy, or Joe was on the um, UCA, UCLA, you know, in, um, basketball team, now you know why. He yeah. wasn't nice. His parents paid to get him paid, on that team or yeah. something. Um, it's rare that we start off with white people in trouble, but hey, you know, it I, I, all the, the, that's how it goes. And um, I'm just glad that we didn't have to start off the show that way this week. But yeah. Right over to um, Neverland. We Those. checked that out. Leaving Neverland. Is that you want to give a little... Um, so basically, this is a sit-down. And I'm pretty sure everybody's seen it, so I'll give a quick synopsis. Sit-down with um, Jimmy... What's this guy name? Safe Chuck? Mm-hmm. And Wade Robson. If you guys don't know Wade, Wade was a choreographer for NSYNC and other... Britney Spears. Britney Spears. And I think she did something for Janet and Michael as well. Um, he, I should say... Uh, Basically sat down and, and confessed to all the things that Michael Jackson was doing to them as a child. And, um, you know, just to, to give you guys a little background, sorry. These two individuals testified for Michael Jackson to keep him out of jail mm-hmm. um, and testified that he didn't do those things. So now, you know, almost 10 years later, after his death, these things are talked about. What do you think? All right. Like... Other news that happens to people. This was already a, this this situation has happened before. He's been, you know, it, I, it's sad to say that we all knew it before. Knew we what? didn't. That Michael Jackson. Don't put me. Acute, don't put like, we in that. I'm saying quote unquote. We all knew it. It was already put out knew there. What? That Michael Jackson molested kids. That I, was what was in the light of at the time. Because honestly, allegedly, paid, allegedly. I'm sorry. He paid off. He too paid off um, certain individuals. And sort of like a hush hush thing to, as they would say, to keep it quiet or just to like. And paid off Wade Robson, like like you're saying, like the payments is stopped, stopped for those two well, gentlemen to finally. Well, the way come that's out. the way I took that story when they was explaining, they got paid off because, in a way, you guys, he actually took you guys in, your parents. And- I feel like the parents definitely were more amazed at, at being around the company of Michael Jackson and never being really aware certain- of what their kids was going through. And granted. I don't. I, I think these two jerks is lying, I, and I'm calling them jerks because what? you you've had more than one opportunity to come forth and, and and say something and defend and help help. What was the kid name? I forgot. Um, but what the the young Macaulay. man? No, not Macaulay. The 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 young um little tannish type. I forgot his name. I should know that. But he came out and and alleged and, 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 he- and, and accused Michael, and then. Those two, Jimmy and Wade, were brought up and they defended Michael and said that those things weren't done. But then here on Leaving Neverland, they're saying that they lied to, to defend, you know, Michael instead of helping protect that young kid. I think my thing about situations like this, if a person dies, everything dies with it. There's no reason it's already been passed. Why are you bringing up a story that's already... I mean, it's, it's, I don't it's think definitely it's right. obvious that in light of R. Kelly... People are looking for stuff now to get their ratings up, and and and, and HBO, this is HBO, HBO. This was a swing and miss on my, in, in my opinion. I feel like they could have 
left this storyline alone. They could have, if they needed something, they could have went another direction. I don't think you're right bringing up somebody who is dead and 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 um going into the history and then you're basically digging up old bones. There's nothing that's going to be done to this it's individual. Nothing. nothing. And whether he's done it or not. So much like that's it or that. There's nothing that's going to happen. That's it. He's nothing. done. What are you going to do? Sue the family? It seems like the families of the children who are grown. Ass men now are live their life and now are sitting there and feel like something is old to them and and then you know they have nothing else to harp on because Michael is dead. But and I think they, they were went, asked asked to, to do it when they were asked to testify and defend the other kids. They didn't want to then. Okay, but they as were younger. Children, yeah, and then as grown was, men, but that, and then even though the kid Jimmy. Ended up not testifying as a grown man. He testified as a kid. Wade testified two times as a kid once. And said, Mr. Jackson didn't do those things. And then once as an adult. And See, then as he an sat adult, there with his wife and told him. And then he got off again. But I think as an adult, yeah, and, I will hold him accountable for Yeah, you, you kid, gotta account that's the parents for. Why are you still protecting this man? Like, and, and, and allegedly, because I'm still not believing their story. And yes, I know Michael might have been a little bit of a weirdo in... in you know, and that's and, and, and I'm gonna give my bias, you know, that was one of my favorite artists ever. So I do have that 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 tunnel vision of hoping that there is no truth to this, and I'm admitting that here, but I'm just saying like the way those stories were set up, it sounds finicky anyway. My thing is if All the story this time, sounds 10 if years there's later, similarities to a story and if 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 the way that they showed and served certain things like as far as every year you would see Michael Jackson with a new boy, I saw that. Yeah, and not I saying I grew up in this era or whatever, but as growing up and seeing, I can understand that. I don't think they're lying. Maybe they took too long to state what they wanted to say because then you have to say, what is the motive? Like, what is the purpose behind all this now? You could have just did yeah, the same thing nothing, when you were but, to court. But, you could have just said, I don't want to be a- part of this whole situation because he's already dead. Either they got a check from HBO or they they, they, they they plan on, you know, revamping Wade's dance career. I, I, I don't know. We're not going to stay too long into yeah, that. Yeah, either way. I, I was more intrigued by R. Kelly's... Um, documentary because of the effect that it had yeah, and, and yeah. what it did because he was still living you understand right, so right. it wasn't so much more like this one was better than the other i'm like this guy is still walking freely and if granted if michael jackson was still alive i would want him to be holding court whether it's true or not still be held in court and be held oh, accountable yeah. for whatever anybody is saying about you and defend yourself like r kelly gets the chance to defend yourself now to a certain extent you get to defend yourself you know, against the evidence presented against you, mm-hmm. but you know, do it the right way. Put him in court. Do it the right way. Don't wait till he's dead and try to get these things out. Let's move on. Um, we did get into some movies this week. We into the movies. Yeah. We saw Captain Marvel. Yeah, that's finally fun. a movie we talked about and got to see the on the weekend. On of. the weekend. Huh? But it was the missing what did piece. You think? I um first want to say that we all went. Yeah. Me, um, honey, um, DJ. Um, and my brother Joshua, we all went to, and I don't know why I just got so low, but I feel yeah, like, yeah, what maybe, happened here? Like, I think, are we I in the movie theaters? This, no, honestly, yeah, but I feel like that movie was a good movie. I liked it. I felt like it was a, a, a missing puzzle piece for me and it will help me go and watch Endgame a lot more relieved that, okay, something good is going to come of this. Got Captain Marvel, you got the... The way that um, Infinity War ended with Nick Fury pressing the Captain Marvel pager. Which, which if you guys right. watch the movie, you'll see how that connects. I don't want to give away too much. 
But I feel like that was a good um, fill-in piece. It was. It was was great to see a female lead. Shout out to Brie Larson. Yeah, Shout out to Sam Jackson. Shout out to Jew Law. All of those people did a good job in the movie. Um, You always want room for improvement, of course. But being that it's... um, (coughs) Being that it's Marvel's first lead, um, I want to say, female-driven movie, it did pretty good. It wasn't better than Wonder Woman, I got to say. No. But it held the action. Yeah. It held content of the story. Yeah. Um, I mean, the dope, it was the dopest, straightforward. The dopest action was really actually at the end. Oh, but but well, you yeah, had to wait. Yeah, I think you, you had, had to wait. I think you had to wait for. But they built the, up the story. The they had to they tell had you to the, build story. Up the story. And the story wasn't. It wasn't a dragged story. Like you have to. Oh my god! Is it it's for me? I was more excited <laughs> to see the whole Nick Fury. How backstory, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole missing the eye I, thing. So yeah. you guys go check out Captain Marvel. We checked out um, Juanita on Netflix. Hey, I, I honestly really thought it was cute. It's not one of those things that would starring. Be, oh, I'm sorry, Alfre Woodyard. Yes, and um, Blair Underwood put, put, came in with some cameos. As some being, funny. I cameos. forgot what he was doing. What his name was, but he was, was, in, he was, was in, like he one was of those sexy. He was. How you going? He was Blair Underwood as Blair, as Blair Underwood. I'm sorry, you're yeah. actually right. But it was like one of those illusions. Like, he wasn't really there. It was like a dream of hers. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. dreaming. He but, was putting on lotion and selling products and all those things right. in, the, in the dreams. <laughs> well, no, I, I thought it was a, a cool movie for it her. It was cool. It was short. For it was her. Really no, it was cool for her. It was different. Out the box stepping type of movie. Um, didn't like the way it ended. It left room for maybe a, a sequel. A sequel, I think. Maybe, possibly. But um, I don't think they should make a sequel, though. I'm not going to be honest. No, 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 no. Make a sequel. Leave it. It had that kind of Stella got your groove back kind of feel of a movie. Um, like I said, it was different to see Alfred Woodyard mm-hmm. play in that role. Uh, one thing I like about though Netflix and what they're doing is keeping it short and simple. And it's just like it's short, it's simple. You watch it once, you forget about it because we got five more movies coming out yeah. next weekend. So Netflix, big up to them. They're like a podcast in themselves every right. weekend, just dropping new, new content or gathering <laughs> or gathering other content every week and dropping it. So shout out to Netflix. I've always been a big supporter and loving of Netflix. So um, another show we got into, which Honey really enjoyed more than I did. <laughs> the Order. Yes. The Order is, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a mix. It's a mix of magic and werewolves, and it takes place in a university. I forgot. Blah, what's the name of the university? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It happens in the university, and this kid lost his mom, and there's this guy who's actually does head of ma- magic, and somehow they intertwine where now, one is supposed to gentlemen. overpower the other. It just gets a little. I must say that me and Honey, we go through a bunch of movies before making a decision. decision. And and this is an actual TV series. And, and unfortunately, I wasn't a big, big fan of it. But I did select it. I, I did start Which watching it. Which is weird. It. it is weird. I started watching it. After two episodes, I didn't really want to watch too much more of it. What lost your interest? Because when you do that, you lose interest in something. You know what it is? It's just like I've seen it before. It was like watching, yeah. Well, it's like watching Sabrina mixed with Twilight. You know what I'm saying? That, like, okay. So those kind of things like get me turned off by something I seen before. It was just a series, mm. and um, I started watching it. But we hit and we missed sometimes, and that for me, you liked it. I liked it. It was I a did. miss for me. There were certain peaks that I was like, oh, okay, cool, dope. Next scene, mm-hmm. yeah, blah blah blah. A um, little comedy behind it, I guess, kind of made me snickle a little time here and there. But I, I. I 
We do encourage you guys to watch it because we want to hear your opinion on it, but I wasn't a big fan of that one. Um, so, we got Empire coming back, or came back this week. We're going to talk to you guys um, about that next week. We're yeah. going to give everybody a chance to watch it and catch up. A couple up episodes before, and, yeah. Um, yeah. Watch it on demand and stuff like that. So, that's something to look forward to. How Jesse Smollett bounces oh. back or have bounced back throughout the, um, the whole... Scandal. Scandal that he pulled out hawks oh, and all he, that. I ain't gonna lie, he hurt my heart a little. I know, everybody's a little bit hurt. You know. Um, we're gonna keep the show rolling. Like I told you guys at the beginning of the show, we do have special guests. Brent and Kev Bird will be joining us, the Love Birds. Yeah. Be coming on, we'll be talking about um, Brent's boutique shop. Yes. Um, and they will also give us a little, hopefully, couples therapy. And um, further in the episode, this is Both Sides with DJ. And Honey. We'll be back, y'all. What's up, party people in the place to be? It is DJ Eddie Nocentelli representing the Bronx, the BX, all day. And right now, you are listening to Both Sides with DJ and Hani, available on iTunes, Spotify, and other websites for your listening pleasure. Peace. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Both Sides of DJ and Honey Podcast. We're back talking sports. Yeah. Talking sports. It's been a long, interesting weekend. Yeah. Let's start with Russell Westbrook. Hey. Now, this week, I don't know if you guys know. See, I'm so used to Honey jumping into the details of things. I kind of went into a pause. Um, But she's sick. I'm going to try and carry. That's what we do. When one is down, we carry the next. That's what uh, uh, unity is supposed to be. Um, Russell Westbrook was seen on the sideline going at it with a fan and his wife. Fan um, told Russell Westbrook, I don't know if everybody saw the story, but if you didn't, fan told West, Russell Westbrook, get on your knees like you used to. Um, and Russell Westbrook, you know, of course, responded with, I'll, I'll F you and your wife up, those type of derogatory things. Um, Russell Westbrook was fined 25k. Fan was banned from the arena for life. Just want to give my uh, a little opinion on this. I think that the, f- the the fans have to be more accounted for what their actions are in these arenas when there's alcohol. I think the the league and the the stadiums have to do a better job at protecting its players and um getting things getting the eye quickly on things like that if you see a player going at it with a fan get that fan out the building you're playing your player millions and millions of dollars to come to that gym go on the road and play at other gyms and have to take that stuff from other fans you got to protect the players a little bit more you have to i think well to piggyback on what you said to the 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 fan the jazz fan name was shane cassell and he was there with his girlfriend jennifer huff and he actually switched his story when they interviewed yeah. him and said, like, he wasn't really saying that. He was that. talking about his knees and stuff like that. I believe, as you said, when it comes to things like this, there has to be... I don't think he should have... I 
don't think he has to be fined for what he said. There has to be a certain line that's drawn when it comes to a response that's given. You can't keep curbing your... You can't turn the other cheek when you know... It, especially if security is right there, too. They, they also sh- found on his... And I'm sorry to cut you. Mm-hmm. On his Instagram, a bunch of things taken down off Instagram. that So that this guy was somebody that was, you know, obviously... Or probably more than likely a racist, right. and took down a whole bunch of things off his Instagram. His Instagram went from public to private real fast once those things got leaked out. So, yeah, they do have to. And I think you know, besides everybody was worried about the physical abuse of certain things, verbal abuse could be just as as powerful as that too. And I think that you know they shouldn't find, depending on the level what it was discussed or in the, I, between I, both. I, I think the fans should be banned for life. For that particular event and I think they should be fine also because you take away from the excitement of the game I think I think also Russell Westbrook is a target everybody know mm-hmm. about his attitude his his, um, his his willpower his his um, energy <laughs> on the court how much he puts Sorry. how much he puts into the um, you know on the floor each night how driven he is how eagerly aggravated he can get so these fans know that they could get to Russell Westbrook. He has to do a better job at blocking those things out as well. And I'm not saying, you know, this is just you're not piggybacking off. I know I said earlier that they should be more protected, but Russell Westbrook in 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 general have to also, you know, be aware of those things that you know fans will be saying to him all throughout his career. Hmm. Um. I got you, baby. Don't worry. I'm just getting my thoughts and stuff together. It's a lot that I want to cover and make sure everything is covered. Um, okay, back to sports again, guys. We're going to go right into the NFL. There's a bunch of trades. I wanted to make sure I had all my notes ready for the trade rundown that I'm about to give you guys. Odell Beckham Jr. has um, made a splash in the, in the trade market. Everybody knows by now that he's been traded to the Cleveland Browns for a first, the third, and um, Jabril Peppers. Um... The Giants took a big hit on this one. And it seems weird that um, they'll be getting rid of their wide receiver, maybe drafting a quarterback, and still get to keep old, you know, broke down Eli Manning through this whole process. It's crazy. They just signed Odell Beckham to a five-year, $95 million contract. And it seems like they continue to make these mistakes by not even drafting a quarterback last year for Odell Beckham Jr. Sign him to a deal. Are you Wait, first... You sign, you don't draft a quarterback, but then you sign the wide receiver. Like, you just drafted a quarterback. So they really had a lot of faith in Eli, and this organization continues to have the faith in Eli. This organization needs to let Eli go. You have Saquon Barkley, he's the most positive thing your organization has going for you now. The Giants are going to continue to lose. Everybody knows that. There is no surprise. They have no quarterback. Even if they draft one, a rookie quarterback's not going to step into that system with the banged-up O-line that they have. And make a playoff push in a division that changes up every year. It's 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 Saquon's team, yes, but Odell Beckham definitely won in this trade. He gets to go to a Cleveland Browns team that's just loading up. It seems like every day they got a new piece. They got um, I think they got the linebacker from the Giants, mm-hmm. Olivier Vernon. Um, and also not in the trade, like he just signed there. Um, they got Kareem Hunt on the team. Um, they already had Jarvis Landry on the team, which is Odell Beckham's um, college teammate, LSU teammate. 
They have a bunch of things. They got Baker Mayfield going for them as their quarterback, new coaching staff. There's a bunch of things going on for the Browns right now. So they are looking like they are the AFC North champs already, but we'll see when the season starts. They look like they're going to be a force to reckon with, actually. I think that's what's happening. Yeah. They're, they're, I think because the first year Mayfield played the way he played, and not saying he played bad because he No, he, 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 he did have a good rookie season. season. Yeah, especially if you're but in Cleveland. I think they actually started Ooh, to sorry. like. They figured out the pieces that they need in order to make the Browns take it to another level. It's always certain teams, though. You always see, like, it's either you load up and it works. Like, the Rams loaded up last year and it worked. They got all the way to the Super Bowl. Or it load up and it's a a disaster. So, it can only go one or two ways. I think if they don't win the AFC North, it's definitely a fail in their their season. They have to at least make the playoffs this year for this to be a successful season for the Cleveland Browns. Hopefully, Cleveland Brown fans get what they need. Um, Odell Beckham is a fine wide receiver, but he did have a lot of off the field issues. I was about issues. to say, I hope you don't But I don't think it was enough for the Giants to deal him. You sure? Um, not with everything that's going on with the Giants. I feel like the Giants don't have enough going on with them for them to just deal him. And now, of course, they're going to have the draft. They're going to draft a quarterback. They want to draft this kid, um, Haskins. But Haskins is probably going to be either number one or number two quarterback taking off the board. The Giants got the number six pick, so that's not even a guarantee. Then you got, honestly, I've been watching a lot of sports shows um, throughout the week because everybody's talking about this Odell Beckham trade and talking about getting Haskins or not getting Haskins. And I find that a lot of, and I hate to put it like this, like Haskins, we all know, is a black quarterback, fine quarterback, threw 50 touchdown passes this, um, last year in his college, uh, his last college season. Um... A lot of white fans don't want Dwayne Haskins. They're saying, you know, while you have the sixth pick, get something else and wait next year for um, Tulua or or Taylor Lawrence. You know what I'm saying? And there's no guarantee. And and that's no guarantee. So I find it weird that you don't want a quarterback from Ohio State um, through 50 touchdowns and had a, a great year. And you don't want him to be a quarterback for the team. I think so I think that's kind of like, you know, in in, 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 in a little big, you know, New York is a big place. There's a lot of different fans from different backgrounds, different things. A lot of people like Eli Manning. They love him. They love him because they look like him. (laughs) And, 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 And they can relate to him. But when's the last time you've seen a black quarterback behind a, a, a New York center and yeah. be a star? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been a long... I can't even, I can't, I can't even say it's ever happened. So, I mean, the Jets, I know they had Geno Smith. That didn't but work. That, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater for a game or two played. I, that, that didn't really... You know what I'm saying? So, they, they bring in a first-round black quarterback into New York. I just think that it scares certain people. Yeah, I think that's... That's just my opinion. Some people um, are not afraid, is afraid to change more than... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. they, they, want to, they would rather let Eli in the wheelchair throw, you know, passes than have a, a nice, tall, big quarterback throw passes behind center. The and, Giants and, and need the Giants. fresh pieces. You know, Eli either needs to retire or find another team or be a secondary. I don't believe he needs to be on the forefront because he's not showing that he's progressing to something that's going to make... And I understand, yeah, they won the championship a few years ago, but that, that does I feel like that few years ago is becoming longer and longer it every year that goes longer, by. It feels longer, doesn't it? That was 2012, so it's been seven years that's now long. since they won that Super Bowl. Um, other news, Le'Veon Bell has found a new home, people. My quarterback from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Matter of fact... Oh, boy. 
Le'Veon is an idiot. This, put this right here because I don't know if you guys get the shot. Oh man, here we go. Yeah, have a good season. That's why it's a little dusty. dusty. My, I had to get my Steelers emblem. Um, I'm still black and gold to the death of me. Um, Le'Veon Bell didn't get the contract he was looking for. He was looking to break the market, get some um, outstanding $15 million a year guaranteed money deal. He didn't get it. He got four years, 35 Guarantee fifty two over you, right? Yeah, so but he loses. Um, he did. He loses, he loses all year. Thir- about thirteen million a year. That's, yeah, he loses about thirteen a and a half a year for not playing last year. That was dumb. So that's money that can't be gained back. I mean, you could go find it in new money, but it can't be gained anywhere else. I mean, you can't recount that. what he did. He could, like, he could have set the bar for, for 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 position that he holds. He could have set the bar for others to have the opportunity of gaining more money. But because what he did when he threw his tantrum, do you see? Co- you know what? I have a problem with you. Keep saying that it's a tantrum. It's not a tantrum. Not- Antonio Brown threw a tantrum. Le'Veon, Bond, Le'Veon Bell never went about the business like that. He treated the business as if, as just the way the NFL players treat the the NFL owners treat the business. The same way they'll make players wait for a new contract is the same way he made you the, the Steelers wait to for him to play. But there was no tantrum. Gain. There's no tantrum. Where he was the tantrum? He didn't gain. He Where did they, but there was no tantrum involved. He did, he handled everything like a businessman, just like how the NFL owners, the slave owners. Handle things, yeah. You see anybody our color skin owning any of these teams? No, no. he handled it the not in the, maybe it might not have been the right way, may not have gotten the money that he deserved, okay, that but there part. was no tantrum behind it. He didn't go behind any microphones like Antonio Brown did, he didn't invite anybody in his home and start talking about the, the his teammates. His teammates started talking about him, yeah. trying to get his money. Them. No, no, okay, no. Okay, it wasn't a tantrum. He's the wrong word. Yeah, you are. Tantrum. Yeah, you really are. I mean, you tantrum. say that, and I'm not, no, he's not on my team no more. He's not my guy, but there's no tantrum. He handled like a businessman. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's a Jet now. Yeah. He'll be in New York. He's close now. He's home to me. Jets is I'm not be a happy. Jets fan, but me neither. I'm pretty sure I'll get to see more of Le'Veon Brown. Le'Veon Brown. Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Combo. So, yeah, I got, we got rid of two players yeah, in one two week. Two great players. Um, Earl Thomas <sighs> to the Baltimore Ravens. Now, last time we saw Earl Thomas, he was on a cart with the middle finger to the Seattle Seahawks bench. Now, he could go to the bank with his middle finger up because yeah. Earl Thomas will be getting 21. $22 million dollars guaranteed right. in the first nine months of this that's year. A, that's a sweet deal. So he, everything he lost, he will get back in the front end of that deal. Um, the deal is for $32 million guaranteed money over four years. So after that, 22, years, 55, 32 guaranteed Correct. over four years. Um, so what he'll have, another $10 million guaranteed for the next three years with incentives and stuff. They can get him up to that extra twenty. Three extra million dollars. So he, gained so he did. Yeah, Earl Thomas won here. He won. It was a and, and, and he didn't even, um, you know, he injured. So he got his money and he didn't even play it down again yet. So congrats to Earl Thomas. Sad for the Seahawks because they lost a good one. As you guys know, um, I was talking about Antonio Brown going out of the episode last week in the sports. He is now a Raider. You guys know that by now. The deal was for 50. 30 mil guarantee, 52, 30 million yeah. guarantee for three years. He'll be an Oakland Raider for the next three years. That's 10 million a year. And he upped his contract. And got the, that was that, that was the new contract extension that he got. But he got like 14 million dollars. Well, the Steelers, he didn't have any more guarantee money left with the Steelers. So my team, the band is broken up. We got Big Ben. I need 
you know, something. I mean, we're not taking that division. We didn't take it last year. We had Antonio Brown. We definitely not gonna take it this year. So, so that's are you definitely gonna move a no more. Pick the team that he's on now, or are you just still gonna be Steelers? I'm just gonna be a Steelers fan. I'm oh, gonna ride so the for my team. That's how like, it goes. Like Washington or Steelers? Yeah, but um, I'm going to jump into Nick Foles as the guys. He's been like the first free agent deal that has broke. He's getting, yeah, he's getting about fifty guaranteed money. Yeah, and eighty-eight million over the five years, yeah, or four, four, four years. So he's doing that. And um, that's pretty much it for free agency in the NFL. All the big names. Have been, a lot of moves have been made. <coughs> oh, yeah. Mark Ingram <laughs> to the Ravens. The Ravens just look like they look like they're they like they building too. They're building, but they lost a lot of pieces. So they look trying to reinsert some pieces they lost. Their D line and their, their linebacker core look like it lost a little bit too on that end. Um, we got a lot more planned for the show for you guys. Another though, I want to say I was watching basketball on Sunday, last Sunday, and it was the um, the Sixers versus the Pacers. And now I know I have a lot of Sixers, uh, you know, people that I know that are listening to the show, and just want to put this out there: you guys got four basically all-star caliber players, and it only looks good with two of them on the floor at the time. And I'm saying this because I care about my Philly fan. You guys got to break Joel Embiid and, <laughs> and Ben Simmons up. You have to. It's it, it becomes a slow man's game when Joel B has the ball sometimes. And Ben Simmons is a hybrid. He's always moving so fast. I think Jimmy Butler and uh, Joel Embiid's game are more compatible to um, you know each other than Ben Simmons. And Tobias Harris, I feel like he could fit in anywhere. So... Just throwing that out there. I don't know if they got anybody that I know is listening to the show have Brent Brown, Brent Brown's cell or anything like that. Hit him up and you guys can suggest that to Colangelo and all of those guys over there in Philly. So next we got the birds the coming birds, up. Yeah, yeah, the birds, yeah. The love birds are coming on. We got Brent and Kev coming up next. Um, they're going to come. She's going to talk about shock with us. Let me make sure I get the name of the shock right. I'm not messing up that. Um, Super Size My Style Closet is uh, um, a plus size boutique shop, online shop. You guys make sure that you guys stick around and hear about the journey. She's actually uh, an old classmate of mine, went to LU as well. So you guys make sure you stick around for that. Um, her husband will be on as well, Kev, um, Bird will be on. And they'll hopefully stick around and do a little bit of couples therapy with us. We'll be right back to both sides. <laughs> With DJ and Honey Podcast, we'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Both Sides with DJ and Honey Podcast. Hello. So as promised, we do have our guests on the show, Brent and Kev Bird. Welcome to Both Sides Podcast, y'all. Hello. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for coming on our show. Yes. Really appreciate y'all taking the time to, to, you um, you know, jump on the podcast. Most definitely. Most definitely. We're excited to be here with y'all. First and foremost, where you guys from? So we currently live in Wilmington, Delaware. 
originally from Chester, PA. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah? Yes, very. I'm very familiar with PA. Um, prior to this um, <laughs> call, actually, we kind of reconnected. Me and Bryn went to school together. Come yeah, to yeah come to find out. So there, we got the PA connection going on there. So um, first, we want to just thank y'all again. Um, Bryn, you have your your um, Super Size My Closet Boutique Shop. So yes. it is Women's Month. So Kev, we, we hate to tell you, <laughs> got to take a little backseat to this one. We gonna let your, your wife shine. But of course, you go always not, chime in. Not a problem. She's the brand. I'm just the backbone. <laughs> Uh, I like that. It's all good. So, but but feel free to chime in though, because um some questions might relate to you as well. So we'll definitely bring you guys back in. Y'all gonna stick around for couples therapy, of course, right? Oh, absolutely. Of course. Okay. So awesome. we'll get both of you guys the the, the 50 50 on that. <laughs> so Bryn, supersize my closet. What what inspired that brand? Okay, so it's and actually tell, let, let everybody know. I'm sorry, let everybody know what, exactly intro, what it is. Yes. Absolutely. So I have an online resale boutique via Instagram. It's actually called Supersize My Style, The Closet, um, where I just, it's just a resale boutique. So I thrift, I shop, and then I bring it to the site. Um, different, unique, handpicked pieces that I handpick myself. And I bring um, items, some used, slightly worn items, and a lot of brand new pieces as well. I bring them to my site every Friday at one o'clock. Um, and that's okay. pretty much it. It's it's mainly plus size from sizes twelve. I range from sizes twelve to twenty two. As of now, I am looking to branch off and you know expand my sizes. But as of now, it's it's typically between sizes twelve to twenty two. Um, and that's what I do. I've been doing it for the past year since I launched April of two thousand eighteen. So oh, it's almost wow. been a full year. Yep. Happy early anniversary. I know yeah, thank you. Continue to go. <laughs> um, so what is it that inspired you doing the, the whole boutique shop online? I, I know that there's many boutique shops in general, like physically, but what made you do the online process first? So you know what? I'm a shopper. I'm a true shopper. <laughs> I shop every day. <laughs> I shop every day, all day now. I was working a nine to five at the time. Um, I was shopping and I, I have a particular boutique that I follow that I shop with online called Diva Express. I love all her stuff. And people were always asking me like, you know, you always have nice pieces. Like when are you going to open up your own site? So I thought that the best way for me to do it would be via online. Um, right now, I don't have a website. I'm strictly through Instagram. But um, that's really what inspired me to do it. And then after talking to my husband, because I was like, I wanted to do it, but I also didn't know if I would be able to do it and work my full nine to five as well. And he was completely with it. Like, no, just, you know, quit your job. And I was at my job for eight years. So it was a struggle and, um, you know, it was a hard decision to make, but it was the best decision. So I actually left my job after eight years to open up this boutique and it's been going great so far. I like that dedication. Um, you sound like me on my end with what we're doing over here. Um, honey, she's always pushing me to go ahead and do what, you know, what I love to do. And, you know, not to always think about money and the, the whole nine to five and being worried about that aspect. If you really love what you like to do, then you go ahead to, and do it. Yeah, Absolutely. You have to take on 
Absolutely. And you know, that was the best thing that I could have done. Especially you said, especially when you're in a relationship, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have a partner and right. both of you guys are dependent on your income. <laughs> you have mm-hmm. to have that mm-hmm. conversation. You know what I mean? So it was the best thing. And like you said, I mean, I think that sometimes if you think about all of the negatives, you'll never get to the positive because you never focused on it. Right. You know what I mean? So it was the best decision that I could have ever made, honestly. I love. I now I can actually wake up and tell people I love my job <laughs> without lying. That's nice. That's nice to hear. So I noticed that you love both prints. What inspires you to go out and look for certain patterns and stuff like that? Because I love. I love all your colors that you choose. All the patterns that they bold, unique, and it's eye catchy. So you instantly want to grab them and say, "Oh my God, these are like great." great um clothes and stuff like what inspires you to pick those type of um patterns and stuff you know what i mean i just i've always loved african prints that's my Mm -hmm. biggest thing i love piece statement pieces you know what i mean i think you can have a closet full of denim jeans and white shirts but if you have those pieces that are you know over the tops those nice jackets those cardigans uh, that's the the kimonos i love kimonos those are the things that really bring an outfit to life so when I'm thrifting, it's so easy for me to find pieces because it's like it, it's almost like the clothes talk to me. Like I just see something and it's like it's eye catching, and I know that that you know that makes the outfit. So I, it's just I love prints. <laughs> I, just, I do. I love prints. I do. So you, you say you drop um, new stuff every Friday. Yep, every Friday at one o'clock. Yeah. How do you how do you go about the, the promotion as far as your pieces before the Friday drops? I know like pics on Instagram got a thousand words, so I'm pretty sure when you select the pieces and take a pic, you got to be super selective. How do you go about that process? As far as promoting it, yeah, or yeah, just picking the pieces in general and then promoting it because I'm sure you don't want to put anything, you know, not you you want to put your best work out on Instagram right. because that's how you're promoting your brand. So how do you Right, you want to put quality that? out. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. So the first thing that I do, I I have my Superstar Myself closet, which is, I mean, I have roughly about 2,000 followers, but I have my personal page that is a much bigger brand <laughs> where I have about 10, almost 11,000 followers. So I use myself as a muse. I like to dress myself, you know, take my photos, and then I direct people to Superstar Myself closet. So that's you your best friend. Yeah, I get a lot of customers from my own personal page, which is supersize my style. You feel social media social media is more personable? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think you can connect with so many different people, you know, through the internet. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you see a lot less boutique shops like, you know, physically now more than ever now that you have these social media um, tools. Right. Right. And I definitely wanted to do something different. I think a lot of us, especially, you know, especially as women, we see so many boutiques that's on Instagram. And I wanted to not only have my own boutique, but I just wanted it to be different, which is why I incorporated the thrifted, the thrifted pieces, the vintage pieces, just to make it different from the average boutiques that you see online. So, you'll be you'll be surprised to know I don't follow a lot of female boutique shops. <laughs> but you are the first female plus size boutique shop I've seen online or actually even was like eye popping when you put me onto the to the page. I was like, oh my God, like, you know, I seen it. I never seen anything 
like so well put together. So well, well thank you. I yeah, appreciate it. It's very creative. No, I do really like it. So um that was a first for me. And I'm just like, look, see, now that me seeing this and imagine how much more people can see it and, and they'll shed more light on how businesses can be ran and, and Instagram could be used as a tool. Listen, exactly. And word of mouth is everything. So keep spreading the love. Definitely. <laughs> Thank definitely. Will. Definitely. So when you go out and you do your thing on your unique pieces, do you have like a team that goes or you just do it independently on your own? You know, it's just me. It's me and sometimes me and my husband. If he's off, it's just us. And we go to every store in Philadelphia. <laughs> I drag him along with me. So, so you, you didn't put Kev on to no men's line? Kev, I'm not going to start no men's line? Kev. <laughs> you know, I'm you trying know, to get him. You know, it's, it's, you know what? It's, you might as well, bro. And I see your style is even fresh. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I tried, but it's, it's so difficult because, you know, as a man, especially as a bigger guy, it's kind of hard to explain because a lot of guys be like, yeah, what do you get your clothes? It's like, I get my clothes from the same place, but it's just how I wear it. You know what right, I mean? Right, it's like, right. it's hard to explain to buy your jean a little smaller so that you can have a straight leg look because most of the big guys' jeans are bigger on the bottom. So it's kind of hard to explain that, so. And I also do a lot of dressing him, so you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> y'all pictures is like dope. I'm like, yo, Ronnie, we need to definitely, yeah, yeah, get off um, some pics and get in sync with our with our pics and clothes and stuff like that. Cause I just be throwing on anything. <laughs> she normally, you know, press her clothes real crispy and she do all of that. I mean, I tried for it, you know, time to time, but <laughs> it gets it gets tough because we go out so much, so it's like. I have to shop all the time. I got to try to keep up with Supersize My Style because we go out so much, you can't keep remixing all the same pieces. Yeah. You know, as just men, we only buy outfits. You know what I mean? She, yep. We buy outfits to go out. And now, so she, but she taught me how to go out and, you know, get different pieces and put things together. So I owe it all to her. That's cool. That's cool. See, you got to give me some tips. I mean, I'm just. I'm wearing sweatsuits like on the oh, weekends and, and khakis and a button up Monday Friday. Yeah. I, I can't tell you the last time I bought a pair of sneakers was like last year, honestly. And it's just because I'm such a routine of dressing. Like when we go out, we go out. That's a different story. Right. But any other time is just regular that's routine time, yeah, dressing. Yeah. yeah, listen, and that's cool too. Who knows? Right. So so how much work is is Kevin putting in? I'm sorry to put you on the spot, Kev, <laughs> but I know you know you guys. You know you you said he pushed you, but now that the brand is up and running, like how is Kev like like promoting you or or pushing you with this brand or pushing the brand in general? So you know what, I'm gonna let him speak. But to be honest with you, everywhere we go, Kevin has my cards in his pocket. That's right. <laughs> no right. That's right. That's right. He's like my biggest spokesperson. So we can be with his, we can be out with his cousins. And he's like, y'all look at the closet. Have y'all shopped the closet? <laughs> I'm like, we out. Why are you talking about the closet? That's right. <laughs> but he is, he is honestly my biggest supporter, right? That's how it gotta be. Go ahead, Kev. I know, I know Kev ready. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? When she, when she first came to me and she, she was like, she wanted to do it. You know, I was all for it because I know. I know the type of talent that she is. She's so talented. And I knew that it would it would be. I said, I said, listen, I can take care of the household. And I said, if, if all you want is this business to pay your bills, then it's gonna do that. 
this business can go as far as you want to take it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So once she and once she's seen that, you know, now it's sky's the limit. That's dope. That's dope. So so now, Brent, I'm I'm gonna put you on the spot, Cam. So so you 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 approve? She working hard then. She could be working a little harder, but I take what she oh! <laughs> No, you know what? That's to be, cool. you know, it's tough. You know, going out thrifting every day and driving from place to place, you know, it's it's a little strenuous. And yes, I know she is. gets tired, but, you know, I can't complain. Yeah, that's dope that you guys are supporting one another. Um, So, so Brent, if you had to do it all over, or what, I, I, one part that you feel like that you would, do again or, or correct or something you learn from? Something that I've learned from? Yeah, like as far as the process, like something that if you had a chance to go back and do again or, or even let anybody else know who ever wanted to start a boutique shop, something that you learned on the um on the road to where you at? You know what I've learned, to be honest? I just learned that business is what you make it. You know what I mean? I mean, if Think about how you wake up and you go to your nine to five every day. You know for sure you got to be there on time. You know you know you got to be there until a certain time to clock out. And so I kind of just incorporated that into my own business. Try to tell yourself not to be lazy. You know, yeah. sometimes you don't feel like getting up, but you have to get up. I know. And like my husband said earlier, sometimes thrifting can be very hard because I may go thrifting, you know, three days straight and don't find anything. Nothing that's caught my eye or nothing that I thought was, um, you know, quality enough to bring to my boutique. But right. just con- trying to be consistent and making sure that I have product, you know, great product to bring out on every, each and every Friday. I think that's the biggest thing. So I would tell somebody to just be consistent and make sure that you work as hard as you can, you know, because you are technically your own boss. So there's nobody pushing you. You have to be that that push for yourself. So that's the and- biggest thing. You got to work hard I mean, because it's, it's truly hard work. It really is. Do you have like certain people or certain clientele that makes personal requests because they see what type of um how you what kind of clothes your boutique runs? Do like you have people that like say, can you find this for me, or do you have make do you make suggestions to people if they call call you and ask you for particular things? Oh, absolutely! I have people who make requests all the time. Who's like, look, I'm going to an event. I'm going to a spring festival, and I need something festive. I got girls right now who's like, look, I'm looking for printed pants. You know what I mean? So I I allow all of that. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's it's actually better because a lot of the times I'm just blindly pulling items out and putting them on up them up on the site, hoping that people gravitate towards them. But if you tell me that you're interested in something, it kind of gives me you know a, something to look for. So I do. I take recommendations all the time. I take requests all the time. And I try to fulfill them as quickly as I can, you know? Do you have, like, a, a, a schedule to keep yourself disciplined? Because I know in trying to be my own boss for, or we're trying to become our own boss for ourselves, do you set a schedule to keep the discipline for yourself? Like, okay, since it's not nine to five, it's this, and I got to stick to this so that I can complete my goals. You know, it's an everyday grind. Literally, I'm out here from Saturday to Thursday because I know that I have to have product on Friday. You know, so like I said, if I go out some days and I don't find anything, that means I got to really work hard and go to more stores the next couple of days. But I do. I go out every day, (laughs) really, except for Friday when I'm posting. I don't don't mean to invade. You guys have any kids? 
Not at the moment. I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, congratulations! <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. All right now. Cool. So now that I know I know the grind is 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 coming like you gotta go harder now. Listen, course. seven yeah. months, two more to go. <laughs> oh, you did, you right. did. Congrats and God bless. Thank you. So thank you so much, Brent, for and Kev as well. Do you got one more question? No, no, no. She needs to get information. She just oh yeah, well, yeah, first before I get you out of here, before we get you back in for a couple steps, let everybody know where they can find Super Silence My Style Closet. Instagram page. Um, if you're gonna have a website anytime soon, they can look forward to that. Let them know anywhere they can find you. Let them get um give them the info. Yep, so I am currently working on the website, but it is not up and running at the moment. Okay. Right now you can find me at supersize my style underscore closet on Instagram. Okay. Yep. All right. Um we as well don't ever feel no way about I don't feel like websites are necessary now. That's just my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, they, because they. I, I mean, maybe because you're you're doing the boutique shop and you want to feel like, um, you know, people can have a, a, a more of a directory to go through and stuff like that. But I never feel like I feel like we got it more than enough, and we don't need website because people have been telling us for a, a while now. You guys ever started to think about starting a website, and I've even thought about going to a class on how to, you know, run a website and stuff like that. But I don't feel like it's necessary. No, I think that you reach more people this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. That's why I've been so slow on it. it yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Like, I don't want to ever feel like, and I know sometimes, you know, with a lot of people that have a lot of followers, it seems a lot like a robotic thing, the more followers you have. Right. But I still feel like if you have a website and people are just clicking, 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 it's more of a, ro it's more of a robotic feel. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why it's been no rush for me to have yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I'm look, doing perfectly fine with doing. Instagram. Yes. Yes. It's I, easy I don't mean to. Free. I don't mean to. Uh, but I think that being on Instagram makes it more personal, especially when you're able to respond back to right. people. You know, I think make videos. Yeah. I know a lot of girls like contact her and they'd be so excited when she contacts back and, you know, that, you know that, that goes a long way that it's goes important. a long way I'm yeah. still taking it all in honestly uh, I'm trying to find different ways to finagle in this um, podcast game with, with social media because I mean even with this tool you know it's it's like a million people always doing what you're doing you're always trying exactly. to stand out the best way you can so we're always trying like every week try to you know innovate whatever we did last week you know bring something new to the table you know something to make people like oh this week they're doing this let's you know check them out i mean not only that you're your own competitor at the end yeah, of the day you are exactly you your own competitor only yeah. you can make it where you want it to go and that's it you're doing a great job i love your stuff i really love i love your the way your eye your eye catches things I thank love you colors, so much it's unique pieces and i think because also you know when people think of like african patterns they go to just excuse me traditional yours is not traditional it's like it's the modern but a little twist of the traditional where you right. wear it, like you said with everything else and that makes it that makes an outfit pop when you have those unique pieces and for you to go out and take time to find things that people say, oh, you know, I wish, you know, I wish to do this, but they don't want to know when they can. It makes right, me listen. Happy. It makes Thank me girl. I'll be oh, fine. Man. Thank you. I <laughs> gotta ask this, and just because she said African print, 
Do you have any white customers? You know, I do. Okay. Yeah, I sure do. How do they, if, if you explain to them African French, do they, do they like, what do they expect? You know what? I've never got that question. I've never been asked. But that's the another reason why I like Instagram. The photos there, you can see exactly how it looks. Right. right. So okay. you like it or not, <laughs> you, you know, know, you decide. This is me speaking on looking through my corporate America eyes. Sometimes I could, I could, you know, wipe myself up in a way. I, I, I hate, you know, when I go downtown, I'm a whole different person. And I'm like African friend. I'm like, is that like cheetah, leopard? You know, that's that's the first thing that pop in my mind. So that's I just had to get that question out. <laughs> right. But thank you so much, Bren and Kev. You guys are gonna come back with us on Couples Therapy. You yes, guys indeed. make sure y'all check out her page. It super is super size, size my style. style underscore underscore closet, right? That's it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, on Instagram. You guys check out. You guys will be right back with Brennan Kev Bird. This is Both Sides with DJ and Honey Podcast. We'll be back. Hey, you guys, we are now part of the YouTube community. You can watch our full episodes on YouTube at Both Sides Podcast with DJ Honey. Please subscribe. Welcome back to Both Sides with DJ Honey Podcast. We are back um, with Bryn and Kevin. Or Kev, I'm sorry. Bird, they have been <laughs> giving us the honor of joining us for couples therapy. Thank you guys for jumping on this part of the platform with us. Yes. Yeah, welcome. Awesome. I'm sorry, no, I didn't hear you guys. I'm sorry. No, Just... I said, we, you're welcome. Oh, <laughs> We're here. No, <laughs> Hello. Okay. No, I'm saying this is a scary platform for some people. So you guys, yeah. But we do always try to encourage people like this is not a negative, you know, part of our podcast. This is something that we just share experiences and definitely pick each other's brains on relationships and, and marriages and everything in general. Yep. All right. So today we are talking, um, taking that special someone, that um, significant other um, out on dates recently. Um Honey, she's been pressing me. Not really pressing me. That's <laughs> I just suggested for the twice because I believe that you should do it. Honey's been pressing me to go out. And and this is what I'm saying. Let me just put my piece out there before everybody chime in. <laughs> We've just came back from the Dominican Republic. Okay. Um, less than a month ago. Nice. Um, so there's other things that we want to do for the summertime and it's winter, and I don't really like to go out in the cold. So mm -hmm. you'll find me on the weekend when we do have free time. I'm a couch potato. I'm not going anywhere. Whatever we need, we better get Friday, because the next time I go out might be Monday. <laughs> um, so and I'm just like, that's the easy way for us to save money. That's my easy way. The winter time is when I hibernate my money. Right. And that's what I'm trying to explain to her, because, like, look, you're going to want to go here. You want to go over there when the sun starts to shine. But why do you always assume every time you go out, we have to spend money? There is free things to see. Listen, there's there so many free things. Hello. Listen, 
And there's Buffon. Hello. <laughs> no excuses, DJ. Look, 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 look. See, this is what I'm saying, though. She ain't bringing that to the table. She's just like, oh, let's go. And, and then, you know, on top of that, this weekend is St. Patty's oh, Day. Yeah. And I'm like, you want to go on a date? It's St. Patty's Day. And, you know, St. Patty's Day can be up and down drinking all day. Yeah. And then yeah. and I'm like, you know, that stuff costs money. And I don't mind. But I'm just like, it's one or the other. You know, these type of money-saving decisions we have to make. So I'm not low. trying to be cheap, and you're right. There are, <laughs> like you are. There are some free things, Brent. You're right. But at the same time, we like to go on these big excursion-type trips and stuff like that. We have to be accountable for our money spending in between those trips. Right. Right. Definitely. You know what's crazy? They don't. They say right, but they don't understand that. Okay. All oh, right. I feel your pain, buddy. I, you I go through that. I go through that. I go through that as well. And it's like we just went out, and it's like she, they don't care that we no. just went out. We don't care. No, no they don't, Wait, they don't care. Wait, they don't really care. Can, you know what they want to hear? Time. They don't want to hear nothing about money. They just want to say, they all they want to hear is, okay, bae, let's go. And then guess what? We have to figure out how figure to make it. Figure it out later, right. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to figure it out. But you know, at the end of the day, Typically, I come to him with suggestions. So if Hello. I want to go, some, when I want to go somewhere, don't I come to you with suggestions? That, that is true because I, I'm, I'm just like you. I don't know anything. I don't know what's <laughs> popping. I just got on social media because my wife pretty much forced me to. So it's like, you know, I don't know anything. So when she comes to me, it's like, what else would I be doing? Sitting on the couch? All right, let's go. You know. And see, right. and, and another thing to relate to to that. Honey, she wants me to bring her to the spots I was going to when I was single, and I don't oh, mind. Like, like, no, 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 no. Uh -uh. I don't mind because we've been to those spots, no problem. But like, I guess you would expect that same energy, I guess, as I would have been with if I would have went out. Oh, this don't like like. But no, you're talking about summertime stuff. We're yeah, yeah, like because those are the only between, places that I know. But I'm talking about in between, like, oh, we go to museum. You know, I like arts and stuff like that. I'm not talking. We go ice skating. Like, I've been trying to get you to ice skate. Now that's closed. We can't go. But I'm not saying <laughs> anything about that. Yeah. Those, those <laughs> that that's one thing. I'm not say. talking about going out to lounges and stuff like that. My, I've been there, done that. That's not Listen. always the plus objective. Objective. You know, once in a while, we're strolling the park a little down. Let's go have brunch. It's not lunch. strolling the park season. <laughs> What you have a coat? It's not that. Yes. Coat. Oh my god. Yes, oh. that's what coats are for. Scarves. Oh man. I mean, typically, what do you guys do? Like, even though you have your off days, like you have your weekends when you're like, oh, I don't really want to do anything. But do you guys eventually go out, or do you guys like sort of like stay home, cuddle? You just go sporadic and say, let's just go out and do something real quick, come right back. So you know what's funny? We go out. All, well, now that I'm pregnant, it's a totally different story. But before all of this, we went out every all day. The time, not every day. Seven days out of the week, <laughs> we went out five. But we were out all the time. Seven days out of a week, we went out five. Oh. And you know, I'm the queen of free events. I'm the queen of free events. I think that, like you said, Instagram and Facebook is the new way you can find so many things happening in your area through that avenue. So, I mean, I'm and like you said, a museums, that's me. Museums are typically free. And we can go on the weekends, Saturday mornings, like we normally do. And you know what? Like, if she bought bought it to me that way, I'll be fine with it. I do. I even said we got to hook up on. <laughs> but then, you know, there's been spots that, um, honey has bought me to. <laughs> That's been These spots have been closed down. 
And I'm like, <laughs> when's the last no, time you've been here? That, it's only been twice. See, no, it's been twice. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what's man, funny? Man, I've done that, up, right? Bitch. Or we've gone to events that have been dead. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, oh. expectation. I'm like, you wanted to go here so bad. Now we here. You know, they got the shutter gates over wherever they have eviction notices and stuff. Like, I'm like, well, this looks like it hasn't been here for years. <laughs> we see you went for a stroll. That becomes a stroll. stroll. Right, that becomes a stroll. In the summertime, that's fine. That was in the summer. He's just not a winter person. So what is you guys ideal? I know you said free. You guys like to have like favorite restaurants. I like to just hit up on the regular. Yeah, we have regular restaurants that we hit up. Like I said, I'm a Groupon nut job. I buy Groupons by the tons. <laughs> so if we want to go out, I normally have Groupons. Or um, I'm big on like open mic nights and things like that. I like chill spots. So we do a lot of those. Um, right? We go to a lot of open yeah, mic nights. A lot of open mics. A lot of uh, what's the uh, uh, spoken word poetry events. Nice. Um, <laughs> And I mean, we're right next to Philly, so was, we go to Philly all the time. They have free events at the Kimmel Center. Yeah, live music at the Kimmel Center. That's always dope. Um, a lot of restaurants. We do a lot of soul food restaurants. Um, we used to eat a lot of sushi before she got pregnant. We <laughs> love sushi, so it's usually sushi, sushi, sushi. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not big on this. So I like the California rolls. Is that considered sushi? Yeah, I guess. You gotta, you I guess gotta, 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 gotta expand a little bit from the California. Sushi. That's a vegan sushi. I don't know what you want to call that. Well, you guys, um, I want to just say congratulations on the upcoming the arrival. arrival. God oh, bless thank you. All. Thank you. Thank you. We're so excited. We can't wait. I can tell you guys um, any any like plans as soon as the baby arrived? Get him a passport, go right out the country. Quick oh, that's <laughs> nice. No, no, that's it. That's it. You guys deserve a trip, right? <laughs> right. You guys know the sex and stuff like that? Yeah, so we have a little boy. Yeah. Oh, Kev, that mean you was a good dude. Oh. Yo, uh, that mean you was a good dude. Why would you say that? So <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> you gotta say anytime, anytime something go wrong, you gotta be like, look, I have a, a son as my first. I'm a good man. Right. Listen. That's it. Thank you. Even yeah. though I wanted a girl so bad. Oh. It's all right. There's no twins it in there. It, it, it gives us an opportunity to maybe want to go go at it one more time when I know Hello. she doesn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I can see. I I I I have a boy myself, and I'm gonna take a stab at it real soon. Yeah. I feel it coming. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping for a girl, honestly. But whatever God bless me with, just as long as a healthy, you know, baby, I'll absolutely, absolutely, totally happy with that. Absolutely. We just want to thank you guys for taking the time to do couples therapy with us and sticking around on the show <laughs> for the duration of the show that you guys have been on. Um, we just appreciate the the black love that you guys have been showing on Instagram and it's inspiring to us and um, knowing that you guys are even building the family is even more inspiring and the fact that you're willing to, to talk about it and, um, you know, encourage black people in general to continue to keep this unity that we have together and continue to push legacies and stuff like that because if we're not starting within our homes then what else you know can we do that's, absolutely that's right and thank you guys so much for having us we enjoyed this so much so much and we, we appreciate the platform you know for, for you guys reaching out this was definitely a dope a dope night spent right this is, <laughs> yeah, yeah this was a yeah, good time i really, really 
really appreciate my time with you. So um, just first and um, or lastly, I just want to shout out LU because I did say me and Brandon. Right. <laughs> we we probably wasn't pride. best friends, but got to shout day. out LU. Um, Brent and Kev, Bird, this is Both Sides with DJ and Honey Podcast. We'll be right back after these messages. We do, but you love me when you hate me. That's okay. Oh, Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Both Sides with DJ. And Honey. Honey can speak a little bit. Sorry, you guys. I'm trying. I'm a base data, so I'm... Yes, this is another episode. We're committed to the game. We're trying to stick in it. No matter. Consistency is key. Production is everything. So, um, another great episode. Thanks again to Bryn and Kev for coming through. Stopping on the show, I should say, or calling into the Call show. In. Thank you for them taking their time. Thank you for them giving us some some couples therapy. Um, it's not funny. easy to just come on with your relationship and talk about things that you do with your significant other. But we do thank them yeah. for coming on the show. Um, thank Bryn for some, you know, showing some some not showing but letting us know about her journey and our, our road and open up her boutique online, you know, her own boutique, online yeah. boutique and how her husband supports her dreams that's and awesome stuff. that was dope I that really, was really 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 was inspired by that and definitely definitely motivational for what we're doing now and even so what they said the way that they collectively thought about it and for them to both agree like she can take the leap and go yeah. ahead and Go pursue whatever you and right. look at the result. You never know until you try. You never know. So you know it's good inspirational words. I see that and, smile on your face. Yeah, I, you, I love it. I, I love when it. I hear stories like this because you know it's it's good to know that people are willing. You know, at the end of the day, right. you never know what tomorrow's going to bring. So you have to figure it out along the way. And if you have a significant other who's actually your, your number one cheerleader, your number one fan, always there for you to say gun home. If you fall, they fall with you. There's always both one of them going to pick each other up and no matter what happens, it could be a great result. So This is true. This, this is was true. a good You guys make sure you check out um, <laughs> Brand's Boutique Shop. Super size, super size my style underscore closet mm-hmm. on Instagram. Super size my style underscore closet on Instagram. Make sure you guys check that out. Um, check out their page as well at um, underscore lovebirds. The underscore lovebirds. The underscore lovebirds um, on Instagram. B-Y-R-D-S birds um, on Instagram.com. Beautiful page. Celebrating their black love as always. Putting it in the front because we have to do it. It's exactly. legacy. The legacy of our people are in jeopardy and we have to continue to push the message of the unity and keeping our people tight and, and gun hold together and raising our families and doing everything. And congratulations to them on their baby as baby well. Baby, yes, newborn. Yes, newborn coming on the way. Um, also want to just go, I got, I got a separate list of things I write down now because I don't want to forget. Shout out to Madam CFO a couple of episodes ago. I know the last episode I didn't get to shout her out, but shout her out, Madam CFO, if you did or are listening now, 
Your episode was magnificent. We thank you again for stopping and giving us the time. You guys go make sure y'all check her out, Madam CFO. Um, that's episode 18. 18, you guys check around some gyms on that one. Um, a bunch of things that we're getting into. Um, some summer projects yeah. that we're working on. We're going to leave that stuff on the low. Um, but some things to look out for when we're in the off season. Anything else? Mm-hmm. You, you feel like you're kicking my chair for a reason. No, oh, okay. Sorry. All right. So I'm just going. Um, it's St. Patty's Day weekend. This weekend. We're probably going to be on the streets, specifically Stone Street. Have a good time. It's something that we do every so often. We normally would be in Jersey. We go back and forth. Wherever the festivities are, that's where we're going to be at. No, we're not Irish, but we will be celebrating with, um, you know, our island people yeah. in New York City. Yeah. Um, downtown on Saturday. It's supposed to be a pretty day this weekend in the weekend. One of the prettiest days of the weekend. Make sure that you get to enjoy it while it lasts because um, I, they think it says snow on Monday. Um, <laughs> Another couple of surprises down the line. Um, we are going to end the season officially at episode 30. So you guys hang in tight with us. Another 10. I'm not saying hang in tight like we're struggling to get to the end line. But I know it's been a season. It's been a nice, long season with you guys. We appreciate you guys sticking in with us. Um, also, the people who come on the show appreciate you guys for coming on. And whoever businesses that you guys have been introduced to right. and have started following because of us. We all thank you as a collective whole. We try to hold each other accountable for what we're doing and and, and push each other and and try to push each other in an upward, um, you know, direction so that we, because we are are our only fans. And at the the, um, end of the day, we're no Jay-Z, we're no Beyonce, we're no this or that person, but we are are both sides with DJ Honey Podcast. But we have to continue to push each other's brands up. And because it's not a big name brand doesn't mean that it has to be something that is not pushed. Post an entrepreneur's page. Post a friend's business on your page. It's okay. It's all right to repost something. Show some love. So um, thank you to the birds again yeah, for definitely. that. Thank you to Madam definitely. CFO. Thank you to all our past guest on the show we're gonna go to 30 episodes as you guys can see we have the both sides hat on the um table we will be looking to market those more so when the season is finished when we have more time to focus on other projects so that's another one of the projects that are coming up um some big things going on we got um like i mentioned something big in the summer going on we probably will announce it at the end of the season so you guys can continue to look out for that we just want to thank all you guys for always sticking with us and listening mm-hmm. and continuing to believe in everything that we try to push forward in our podcast episodes. Um, anybody want to reach us, you could reach us on both sides, DJRS. That's Gmail, both underscore sides, DJRS on Instagram, both sides, DJRS on Twitter, <laughs> both sides, just both sides, DJ Honey. You guys can find all our stuff. Um, we're going to take it. Right now, these last 10 episodes, The Road to 30, mm-hmm. that's what we're calling it. Um, you guys have a great weekend. Honey is sick, and that's why I'm taking us all the way out. Um, but she is going to say what she always say. You guys have a great weekend. And this is Both Sides with DJ and Honey Podcast. And stay blessed. There you go. <laughs>
That's it. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs>
So these fans know that they could get to Russell Westbrook. He has to do a better job at blocking those things out as well. And I'm not saying, you know, this is just you're not piggybacking off. I know I said earlier that they should be more protected, but Russell Westbrook in 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 general have to also, you know, be aware of those things that you know fans will be saying to him all throughout his career. Um, you want to get into, um... I got you, baby. Don't worry. I'm just getting my thoughts and stuff together. It's a lot that I want to cover and make sure everything is covered. Um, okay. Back to sports again, guys. We're going to go right into the NFL. It's a bunch of trades. I wanted to make sure I had all my notes ready for the trade rundown that I'm about to give you guys. Odell Beckham Jr. has, um... Made a splash in the in the trade market. Everybody knows by now that he's been traded to the Cleveland Browns for a first, the third, and um, Jabril Peppers. Um, the Giants took a big hit on this one, and it seems weird that um, they'll be getting rid of their wide receiver, maybe drafting a quarterback, and still get to keep old, you know, broke down <coughs> Eli Manning through this whole process. It's crazy. They just signed Odell Beckham to a five-year, ninety-five million dollar contract. And it seems like they continue to make these mistakes by not even drafting a quarterback last year for Odell Beckham Jr. Sign him to a deal. How you wait first? You sign, you don't draft a quarterback, but then you sign the wide receiver. Like you just drafted a quarterback. So they really had a lot of faith in Eli, and this organization continues to have the faith in Eli. This organization needs to let Eli go. You have Saquon Barkley, he's the most positive thing the organization has going for you now. The Giants are gonna continue to lose. Everybody knows that. There is no surprise. They have no quarterback. Even if they draft one, a rookie quarterback's not going to step into that system with the banged-up O-line that they have and, and, and make a, a playoff push in a division that changes up every year. It's, it's, it's Saquon's team, yes, but Odell Beckham definitely won in this trade. He gets to go to a, a Cleveland Browns team that's just loading up. It seems like every day they got a new piece. They got... um. I think they got the a linebacker from the Giants, mm-hmm. Olivier Verne. Um, also, not in the trade. Like, he just signed there. Um, they got Kareem Hunt on the team. Um, they already had Jarvis Landry on the team, which is Odell Beckham's um, college teammate, LSU teammate. They have a bunch of things. They got Baker Mayfield going for them as their quarterback, new coaching staff. There's a bunch of things going on for the Browns right now. So, they are looking like they are the AFC North champs already, but we'll see when the season starts. They look like they're going to be a force to reckon with, actually. I think that's what's happening. Yeah. They're, they're, I think because the first year Mayfield played the way he played, and not saying he played bad because he did. No, he, he, t- he, he, he did a good rookie season. season. Yeah, especially if you're but in Cleveland. I think they actually started Ooh, to, sorry. like, they figured out the pieces that they need in order to make the Browns take it to another level. It's and, always certain teams, though. You always see... Like, it's either you load up and it works, like the Rams loaded up last year and it worked, they got all the way to the Super Bowl, or it load up and it's a, it's a disaster. So it can only go one or two ways. I think if they don't win the AFC North, it's definitely a fail in their in their season. They have to at least make the playoffs this year for this to be a yeah. successful season for the Cleveland Browns. Hopefully Cleveland Brown fans get what they need. Um, Odell Beckham is a fine wide receiver. But he did have a lot of off the field issues. I was about issues, to say, I hope you don't But have I don't think it was enough for the Giants to deal him. You sure? I, not with everything that's going on with the Giants. I feel like the Giants don't have enough going on with them for them to just deal him. And now, of course, they're going to have the draft. They're going to draft a quarterback. They want to draft this kid, um, Haskins. But Haskins, 
is probably going to be either number one or number two quarterback taken off the board. The Giants got the number six pick, so that's not even a guaranteed. Then you got, honestly, I've been watching a lot of sports shows um, throughout the week because everybody's talking about this Odell Beckham trade and talking about getting Haskins or not getting Haskins. And I find that a lot of, and I hate to put it like this, like Haskins, we all know, is a black quarterback, fine quarterback, threw 50 touchdown passes this, um, last year in his college, um, his last college season. Um, a lot of white fans don't want Dwayne Haskins. They're know. saying, you know, while you have the sixth pick, get something else and wait next year for um, Tulua or, or Taylor Lawrence. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and there's no guarantee. And, then, that. and that's no guarantee. So I find it weird that you don't want a quarterback from Ohio State um, through 50 touchdowns and had a, you know, a great year and you don't want him to be a quarterback. For the team, I think so. Mean. I think that's kind of like, you know, and 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 a little big, you know, New York is a big place. There's a lot of different fans from different backgrounds, different things. A lot of people like Eli Manning. They love him. They love him because they look like him, and and and, and, and they can relate to him. But when's the last time you've seen a black quarterback behind a, a, a New York center and yeah. be a star? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been a long... I can't even, I can, I, I can't even say it's it. ever happened. So, I mean, the Jets, I know they had Geno Smith. That didn't but work. That, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater for a game or two played. I, that, that didn't really... You know what I'm saying? So, they, they bring in a first-round black quarterback into New York. I just think that it scares certain people. Yeah, I think That's just my opinion. Some people um, are not afraid. Is afraid to change more. Than, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. They they want to. They would rather let Eli in the wheelchair throw you know passes than have a and a nice tall big quarterback throw passes behind center. The and, Giants and, and need the fresh Giants. pieces. You know, Eli either needs to retire or find another team or be a secondary. I don't believe he needs to be on the forefront because he's not showing that he's progressing to something that's going to make. And I understand. Yeah, they won. The championship a few years ago, but that, that I feel like that few years ago is becoming longer and longer it every year that goes longer, by. Doesn't that it? was two thousand twelve, so it's been seven years That's now long. since they won that Super Bowl. Um, other news: Le'Veon Bell has found a new home. People, my Idiot. quarterback from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Matter of fact, oh boy. Levion is an idiot. Put this right here because I don't know if you guys get the shot. Oh, oh man, here we go. Good season. That's why it's a little dusty. dusty. My, I had to get my Steelers emblem. Um, I'm still black and gold to the death of me. Um, Le'Veon Bell didn't get the contract he was looking for. He was looking to break the market, get some um, outstanding fifteen million dollar a year guaranteed money deal. He didn't get it. He got four years, thirty five. Guarantee fifty two over you, right? Yeah, so but he loses. Um, he did. He loses, he loses year. Thir- about thirteen million a year. That's, yeah, he loses about thirteen a and a half a year for not playing last year. That was dumb. So that's money that can't be gained back. I mean, you could go find it in new money, but it can't be gained anywhere else. I mean, you can't recount that. what he did. He could, like, he could have set the bar for 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 position that he holds. He could have set the bar for others to have the opportunity of gaining more money. But because what he did when he threw his tantrum, do you see? Co- you know what? I have a problem with you. Keep saying that it's a tantrum. It's not a tantrum. Not- Antonio Brown threw a tantrum. 
Le'Veon, Bell, Le'Veon Bell never went about the business like that. He treated the business as if, as just the way the NFL players treat the, the NFL owners treat the business. The same way they'll make players wait for a new contract is the same way he made you, the, the Steelers, wait to, for him to play. There was no tantrum. Game. There's no tantrum. Where he was the tantrum? He didn't game. He Where, they, but there was no tantrum involved. He, he handled everything like a businessman, just like how the NFL owners, the slave owners, handle things. Yeah, you see anybody our color skin owning any of these teams? No. no. He handled it the not in the, maybe it might not have been the right way. May not have gotten the money that he okay, deserved. That but there part. was no tantrum behind it. He didn't go behind any microphones like Antonio Brown did. He didn't invite anybody in his home and start talking about the, the his teammates. His teammates started talking about him, him. trying to get his so money. Affecting them. No, no, okay, no. Okay, it wasn't affecting, a tantrum. Yeah. He's the wrong word. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you really are. I mean, you say that, and I'm not, no, he's not on my team no more. He's not my guy, but there's no tantrum. He handled it like a businessman. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's a Jet now. Yeah. He'll be in New York. He's close now. He's home to me. Jets is going to I'm not be a happy. Jets fan, but I'm pretty sure I'll get to see more of Le'Veon Brown. Mm-hmm. Le'Veon Brown. Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Combo. So, yeah, I got, we got rid of two players yeah, in one two week. two great players. Um, Earl Thomas <sighs> to the Baltimore Ravens. Now, last time we saw Earl Thomas, he was on a cart with the middle finger to the Seattle Seahawks bench. Now, he could go to the bank with his middle finger up because yeah. Earl Thomas will be getting 21 <sighs> $22 million 22. Dollars guaranteed right. in the first nine months of this that's year. A, that's a sweet deal. So he everything he lost, he will get back in the front end of that deal. Um, the deal is for $32 million guaranteed money over four years. So after that, 22, four years, 55, 32 guaranteed Correct. over four years. Um, so what he'll have, another $10 million guaranteed for the next three years with incentives and stuff that can get him up to that extra twenty. Three extra million dollars. So he, so he did. Yeah, Earl Thomas won here. He won. It was a win-win. And, and, and he didn't even, um, you know, he injured. So he got his money, and he didn't even play it down again yet. So congrats to Earl Thomas. Sad for the Seahawks because they lost a good one. As you guys know, um, I was talking about Antonio Brown going out of the episode last week in the sports. He is now a Raider. You guys know that by now. The deal was for 50 30 mil guarantee, 52, 30 million yeah. guarantee for three years. He'll be an Oakland Raider for the next three years. That's 10 million a year. And he upped his contract. And he got, that, was, that, that was the new contract extension that he got. But he got like 14 million more than what he would absolutely have gotten. Anyway. Well, the Steelers, he didn't have any more guarantee money left with the Steelers. So my team, the band is broken up. We got Big Ben. I need, you know, something. I mean, we're not taking that division. We didn't take it last year. We had Antonio Brown. We're definitely not going to take it this year. So that's so are you definitely move a no no. Hit the team that he's on now, or are you just still gonna be a Steelers fan? I'm just gonna be a Steelers fan. I'm oh, gonna ride so the die for my team. That's how like I go. Like Washington here, Steelers. Yeah, but um, I'm going to jump into Nick Foles. If you guys, he's been like the first free agent deal that has broke. He's getting buku money. Yeah, he's getting about fifty guaranteed money. Yeah, and eighty-eight, 88 million over the five years yeah, or four, four, I think four years. Four. So he's doing that. And um, that's pretty much it for free agency in the NFL. All the big names, as a lot of moves have been made. <coughs> Sorry, Mark Ingram. Oh yeah, Mark Ingram <coughs> to the Ravens. The Ravens just look like they look like the they team. Like they're building too. They're building, but they lost a lot of pieces. So they look trying to reinsert some pieces they lost. Their D line and their, their linebacker core look like it lost a little bit too on that end. Um, we got a lot more planned for the show for you guys. Another though, I want to say, I was watching basketball on Sunday, last Sunday. 
And it was the um the Sixers versus the Pacers. Mm-hmm. And now I know I have a lot of Sixers uh, you know, people that I know that um listening to the show and just wanna put this out there. You guys got four basically all star caliber players and it only looks good with two of them on the floor at the time. And I'm saying this because I care about my Philly fans. You guys gotta break Joel Embiid and, mm-hmm. and, and Ben Simmons up. You have to. It's it, it becomes a slow man's game when Joel B has the ball sometime. And Ben Simmons is a hybrid. He's always moving so fast. I think Jimmy Butler and um, Joel Embiid's game are more compatible mm-hmm. to um, you know each other than Ben Simmons. And Tobias Harris, I feel like he could fit in anyway. So just throwing that out there. I don't know if they got anybody that I know is listening to the show have Brent, Brown, Brent Brown's. <laughs> Sell or anything like that. Hit him up, and you guys can suggest that to Colangelo and all of those guys over there in Philly. So next we got the birds the coming. Birds, on. yeah. Yep, the lovebirds are coming on. We got Brent and Kev coming up next. Um, they're gonna come. She's gonna talk about her shop with us. Let me make sure I get the name of the shop correct. I'm not messing up that. Um, Supersize my style closet. It is a um a plus size boutique shop, online shop. You guys make sure that you guys. Stick around and hear about the journey. She's actually a, a old classmate of mine. Went to LU as well. So you guys make sure you stick around for that. Um, her husband will be on as well. Kev um, Bird will be on. And they'll hopefully stick around and do a little bit of couples therapy with us. We'll be right back to both sides. With DJ and Honey Podcast. We'll be back after these messages.